Gabriel is at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club in Las Vegas June 24-30. July 2nd he's at Lower Case Brewing in Seattle. Wow, that's a bit of a drop-off. July 3rd he's in Hoquim, Washington at the Hoquim Brewing Company. There it is. Rock bottom. July 5th-7 he is at the Funibone in Tilly, Ohio. They give the big stars the good weekends. For more info and for all of Gabriel's show dates go to GabrielRutledge.com. Episode 26 of Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge starts right now. And now here's your host Gabriel Rutledge. Rolling. Uh, hello. From the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Eighth floor. Actually, I do. I have a beautiful view of uh, Lake Tahoe and mountains. What mountains here? Fattest here I've missed? Some, some mountains. Uh... It's nice. I'm doing uh, I'm doing this comedy contest that I uh, I think I mentioned I regret <laughs> saying yes to. Um, and uh, last night was the first night of the I don't even know what it's called Hard Rock Casino Comedy Cage Match or something dumb. Um, and if we didn't uh, if you didn't make Final Four out of eight, you, we didn't even get a hotel room day two. So I'm happy to report I did, I was in the top four. Uh, so I got, that's why I'm in a hotel room right now. Otherwise I'd be at a hotel near the Reno airport, um, that I had to pay for. But anyway, yeah, I don't know what place I got because they said in no particular order, but they did announce me last. So I'm taking that as champion. Um, but I have to go again tonight. Um, do part two of the contest tonight and uh winner gets two grand and uh you know obviously there's really no other reason to do this <laughs> than, than to win two grand second place is a thousand third place is 500 fourth place is 250 so i'm at least guaranteed 250 but that's already losing a couple hundred bucks on this trip I really need a thousand to make it worthwhile and, uh, you know, I want the two grand. Cause it's not like you can like put it on your resume, like, your next comic was runner up in the hard rock casino cage match comedy competition. That's, you know, it's ridiculous. So, uh, I want the two grand and, uh, who knows? Um, I don't know what order we're going in yet, but hopefully I won't be first doing 15 minutes tonight. Contests are stupid. I don't, it's, you know, it's just weird. It's just weird to be around a bunch of other comics and somewhere in the back of your brain or the front of your brain, you're, you're, uh, you're rooting against other comics. You're like, these seem like nice guys and girls, but, uh, let's hope they don't do their best because I need some money. There's, there, I mean, sometimes because I've won a couple contests, you, you know, the Seattle Comedy Competition, the Laughing Skull in Atlanta, even though that one's not a contest anymore, because apparently I won, and they were like, we got to make this just a, 
a festival. We can't have these shit champions like we had this year. Got to make some changes. Uh, I think that means I'm all-time champ. 2017 till infinity for the Laughing Skull Festival. But sometimes, sometimes people will be like, they will ask my advice on comedy competitions. Um, and I, it's hard to give people advice because I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. But I will say in every comedy contest, there's two contests. There is the contest to do well and try and win. And there is the contest to not lose your shit. Um, and it's pretty easy to not lose your shit in a two-day contest. Uh, although even last night, you know, there was a guy on stage and someone backstage was just like openly talking shit about how he doesn't like that comic. And, you know, that wasn't necessary. That's, I shit talk a lot, but I usually save it for private message or uh, a car trip. Uh, but in the, like in the Seattle contest or the San Francisco competition, they, you know, if you go the whole way, it's, it's, you know, 20 something shows. There's a long time to lose your shit. And, uh, you know, people have meltdowns and start screaming about judges or fuck this guy. How is he possibly doing better than me? Or I'm going to do a set that ruins everyone else's premises. And it just, you know, it gets dumb. Um, and so, you know, you kind of have to, it just, you know, they feel like they matter. I mean, it matters now because I want the money. <laughs> this contest I'm in right now, it matters because I want two grand. Because if I didn't, if I don't make the two grand, I would, you know, I, I would be working somewhere else this weekend making money. And so I bet on myself. I said, I think I'm going to win that two grand. I'm going to bet on myself, and I would like to be rewarded for betting on myself, but we'll see. Um, and uh, I'm going to Vegas next week, uh, Brad Garrett's Comedy Club. Everybody loves Raymond. Uh, and uh, my wife's coming down for three nights to Vegas with no kids, which will be really fun. And, uh, you know, I want a little bit of money. How much are hookers? My wife and I have been married almost 22 years. I think it's time to bring in some uh, sex workers. Spice things up. <laughs> Actually, someone gave my wife a $100 uh, Visa card to use when she goes to Vegas. And I jokingly said we should get a hooker. And then I was like, you know what? <laughs> even, even if we were going to get a hooker, not a $100 one. Let's... You know, we deserve better. I honestly, real talk, I can't imagine how awkward that would be. I cannot imagine how awkward it would be to uh, have sex with a prostitute. Just, especially with my wife, we'd just be giggling the whole time. Like, you know, she'd take her clothes off and my wife and I would look at each other and be like, she's naked. Uh, so that's not going to happen, but I, you know, we're going to have fun. We're going to drink, uh, we're going to sleep and we're going to have a reasonable amount of sex, um, which is no more than twice a day because, uh, I'm 45. Um, 
This is a little inside baseball for comedy competitions, but actually the biggest challenge for me for this one is, uh, like last night we were doing, they're like 10 minute sets. I'm like, okay. So you kind of time out what you think is 10 minutes. And then I realized when they really went over the fine print of the, the rules, uh, if you were under nine minutes, you got penalized. If you were over 10 minutes, you got penalized. So that's not a 10-minute set. That's – if you aim for 10 and you get 10.05, you're penalized and you're not going to move on. So that's a very – that 60-second window of having to end your set is very – that stressed me out. I, my last joke, I'm just waiting for the nine-minute light because when I see the nine-minute light, I know I can leave. Uh, and so I'm waiting – I'm kind of sitting in the laughs a little longer in my closing bit. I see the nine-minute light. I'm like, oh, thank God. And then I probably did another 15, 20 seconds and said goodnight. The people carried, carried me off on their shoulders. And uh, I did blow all night. Actually, that's not true. I was in bed by 11.05 p.m. <laughs> Bunch of the comics were uh, – actually, they were going to go uh, – Smoke some doobies, blaze up some grass, dance with Mary Jane. You guys know, you're hip. Uh, they were going to enjoy some marijuana, and uh, I turned that down, which I would I usually turn that down uh, because I'm team alcohol, but I didn't even team alcohol. I was so goddamn tired. I mean, the night before, uh, I mean, I had a 5 a.m. flight out of Seattle, and uh, I went to bed about midnight and i don't got up at 2 a.m i don't think i slept i slept for a minute and then the fucking cat was crashing stuff around the bedroom and then uh you know i slept like three or four hours when i got to my hotel room but uh and also the elevation i'm at uh i don't know six thousand five hundred feet or something and uh man you feel it i mean i was uh super dehydrated just uh exhausted like unnaturally exhausted and so uh yeah i was in bed at 11 05 p.m and uh i feel a little better today look out comedy competition i had a little rest in me and uh but again tonight i uh no matter what place i get i don't i'll sleep an hour or two at most and then i gotta drive back to the reno airport <laughs> i will fly reno to vegas to home and then I'll be home tomorrow afternoon and evening, and then I'm flying back to Vegas on Monday. Which you might be thinking, why don't you just why didn't you just fly from Reno to Vegas during that one off day? And um, yeah, that that'd be a good idea, but I just didn't. Uh, and that's what you do when you have kids. When you're like, hey, one day with my children uh, uh is uh sometimes worth it. I don't even know if it's worth it, but. It appeases the guilt a little bit. I am a good dad. I came home when I didn't have to. Also, the Vegas week is long, man. It's Monday through Sunday. So if I uh, if I didn't come home on Sunday, it would have been... I'm not good at math. Seven, eight... It would have been ten days straight that I'd be gone, uh, which is definitely longer than I'd like to do. Um, Hello. This is a commercial word for... Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. 
Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, but if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry. And you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So worth it? Of course it is. Uh, go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. A lot of people uh, in the past few days have been sending me this meme. Do you guys like memes? It's like funny stuff on a poster. Uh, This meme that everyone's been sending me uh, has a picture of Meatloaf the singer on it. And I don't know, whoever the lady is who sings with him sometimes. And it says, the best safe word that you can use is meatloaf. It means that I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. What a funny joke. I wish I would have written it. Oh, yeah, I did. It is mine. It's my fucking joke. Um, I mean, of course, there could be parallel thought. But uh, it's very common for stand-up comedy, stand-up comics to have their uh, jokes just memed. Without permission, without anything. And I don't, I'm not even that upset about it. It's, uh, some people seem more upset about it than I am. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't really do the joke anymore. But, uh, I guess that would bother me if, if I felt like now, if I do the joke, people are gonna be like, oh, from that meme. But, you know, I have an album called My Safe Word is Meatloaf. <laughs> It's, uh, it's my joke. I used to sell shirts that say my safe word is meatloaf. Um, so that's kind of weird. But what, what am I supposed to do? Hire a meme lawyer or everyone who posts it, like send them a message, like take that down. I don't know. I don't care enough. Um, it's, uh, I don't think it affects my joke that much. And if, you know, uh, meme or not, uh, I already did it. I asked a guy once in the crowd if he had a safe word. He was like, not yet! I'm like, well, that's a terrible safe word. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be very confusing. <laughs> did you want me to stop? Not yet! I'm like, what the fuck? Also, help is not a safe word. That doesn't count. Helps probably what you say if you forget your safe word. When you're like, dolphin, cinnamon, banana, pineapple, shit. Mother's maiden name, name a first family pet. Oh my God, help! It takes a while, it takes a while to find a good one. My wife and I, we've been through a couple of safe words. Uh, We started off with uh, no! very effective not fun (laughs) after that we moved on to uh ow are you shitting me (laughs) i'm not sure why i turned around on that one that's not your business (laughs) eyes on your own paper 
We have a good safe word now. Uh, our safe word is meatloaf. Yeah, if one of us says meatloaf during sex, that lets the other person know, look, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Yeah. You should be clapping. There's not a lot of meatloaf jokes out there. That's as good and bad as they get. <laughs> Whoa, that guy is funny. Wow. That reminds me of a meme I saw. Uh, that was for, actually not even from the album. That was from the DVD. I guess it's, I would call it a DVD, but you can't buy it anymore. Uh, it's called My Safe Word is Tucson, and you can watch it for free on my webpage. And I don't want to brag, but it has over 11,000 views. Hmm? Pretty impressive. I mean, the town I grew up in, South Bend, Washington, only had like 3,000 people. That's, you know, if all those people watched that clip, Three times, and then some other people watched it a few more times, that would be 11,000. Okay, that's how many people have watched it. Hey, this podcast episode has a sponsor. It's uh, Casey's last show for a while. Casey McLean, June 30th, Shaka Bra Java in beautiful Tacoma, Washington. Uh, tickets are free, but you have to make a reservation. Uh, I will put a ticket link to make that free reservation in the detail notes of this podcast or Shaka Broad Java on Facebook or thecaseymcclain.com or actually that's it. That's all you can do. Those are the things. Uh, and if you would like to uh, sponsor a podcast episode, it's five bucks. Send me an email. Gabriel at Gabriel. <laughs> Fuck me. Send me an email. All right, I'm going to be honest. My head's not in this. Uh, I'm too busy thinking about the 15 minutes. Actually, less than 15, more than 14 minutes I have to do tonight. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a little uh, pause rooney I'm going to do a pop pause. And uh, after the show, I'm going to come back and tell you how it went. Um, maybe I won't pause it. Maybe I should just let it run in real time. So it would be like a seven-hour podcast. No, I'll pause it. And uh tell you how it went when I get back. I'm back. Just got back from the big ceremony. And the winner of the Hard Rock Comedy Cage competition is... Ha! Sorry, that was mean. It's not me. I didn't win. Uh, I got third place. 
$500, which is, well, I guess it's break even, but it's not really because I would have worked somewhere else. Um, I've, I had to go first. I'll make some excuses. I had to go first and, uh, did okay. Not amazing. And, uh, yeah, just didn't happen. Um, I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I mean, I obviously I would feel different if I won $2,000 or even a thousand, but, um, any contest, a comedy contest is such a random clusterfuck. You can never assume you're going to win any comedy contest. And, uh, I didn't. Um, I mean, I thought, I, I was really rooting for a second, cause I just thought, um, I didn't think I was gonna, I just, you know, I didn't love my set. Um, but, uh, didn't, didn't happen. It's okay. I'm not kicked out of comedy. I just, uh, just didn't go like I wanted it to. And, uh, that's fine. Um, it's just so stupid. I haven't, I haven't lost a contest in a while, cause the last thing I did was 2017, uh, the Laughing Skull Festival. That's a real festival. Those people know comedy. <laughs> Whenever you do well, those people know comedy. Whenever you do bad, uh, fuck those people. They're idiots. But, um, but you know, just all the stuff of like, let's all take a picture at the end. And I'm like, I don't want to take a picture. I don't want to take a third place picture. But, uh, and it also, it didn't help that, uh, a bunch of people loudly told me, like audience members loudly were like, we thought you should have been the winner. You were the best. Like, I appreciate the sentiment, but the other contestants are right there. I don't, that's super awkward. And also, I know if I would have won, uh, you know, someone else would have been getting the you should have won speech. It's fine. I really, there was zero reason for me to put myself in a, <laughs> to do this. And, uh, it's fine. I've been doing comedy 18 years. I don't, there's, uh, <laughs> there's no more learning experiences. That's not true, but I not, I guess what I mean is like, there's no like, Hey, I had a pretty good set. I met some people. I made some connections. That's what you say. You know, when you're five years into comedy, when you're 18 years into comedy, you just go, fuck 500 bucks. Why did I do this? Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. Um, the reason it's so hard to go first in a contest, there was a host. He did like 10 or 15 and you could tell the crowd was not great because they've been day drinking all day at the Hard Rock Casino. But the reason it's hard to go first, it's not just that you might not get the crowd response. That's part of it, but the, it's the judging part. It's, if you're one of the judges and the first comedian goes and you like them, then I don't know, you give them an eight in the categories because you don't know what's next. You're not going to be like, that was so good. I'm going to give the first guy a 10. You know, you, you tend to leave a little room for what's coming. And I've 
judged comedy competitions. So I, I understand that. And, uh, uh, not that you can't win out of the first spot. You definitely can. Uh, I just didn't. Um, I mean, the guy that won has won the Seattle contest and the Boston Comedy Festival. The guy that was runner up has won the San Francisco comedy competition. It's not like it was an open mic contest. Um, I just feel dumb I did it. There was no reason for me to do it. It's not an industry showcase of any kind. It's not, you know, I just, uh, I thought, yeah, 2000 bucks would be nice. Um, I'm really good at comedy. Of course I'll win it. And, you know, uh, twas not meant to be. You know, you know what else sucked is on my way back to my room. Which again, I turned down. It was funny. The producer of the of the of the contest was like, "Hey, let's all go grab a celebratory drink." Like, only one person is happy. No, two: the producer and uh, the person who won. Everyone else is like, you know, <laughs> it's not a big party. You know what I mean? We're all like, "Oh fuck!" We thought we would do better. I mean, there was a, a a woman. I consoled one of the contestants because she was crying backstage before the judging was even announced. But she just had a tough set. We're not gonna go party later. We're all reevaluating why we're here. Um. But anyway, so I'm walking back uh, to my room, and some. I guess they had been to the Friday night show, and so they go, "Hey, you're one of the comics." They're like, "Who won? We were there yesterday." Um, I should <laughs> I should have been like, who won what day? I'm the Friday night champion. That's right. I'm the fr- <laughs> Friday night winner of the comedy cage match. Uh, and I said, uh, I said, Tommy. Well, I want you to, the guy who won. His name's Tommy Savitt, but I guess he he has a stage persona of Tommy Llama, like a self help guru guru type thing, which might sound kind of silly, but fuck, he won. So, um. I'm going to be a self-help guru next. I'm going to be um Gabe Llama. I'm not creative. That's why I got third place. <laughs> How mad would Tommy be if fucking Gabe Llama <laughs> was trying to get fucked the same place as he was? Anyway, uh, I said, uh, I said, Tommy, Tommy Llama won. I mean, if you care about who won the whole thing and not just Friday night, if that's the thing you're interested in. Uh, and then he like turns around to like three or four other people. It's with he's like Tommy Llama won. That was his actual accent. Tommy Llama won. Remember Tommy? He was fucking hilarious. Tommy Llama won. They're like, oh cool. And then as he's walking away, he turns around and goes, "We thought you was great too." Ah, oh. five hundred bucks and a you were good too. Ugh, that should be the name of every comedy festival the you were good too festival uh so that sucked and then i don't know why i know i'm not the uh, only one who has this uh in his brain the special ability to <laughs> just spin everything the most sad negative way you can but uh in the elevator on the way up i was thinking i fucking i missed my daughter's fifth grade graduation for this and don't get me wrong, if I wasn't doing this contest, I probably would have missed it for something else. But, uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons I can live with being gone so much is because I have to make money. I, you know, 
It's that's in my head. I'm like, this is man shit, and I have to do it. Well, it doesn't have to be man shit, but I'm a man, and it's my shit, so it's man shit. But I mean, if you're the breadwinner, or even one of the breadwinners, I mean, that's you know, it might not be the perfect job, but I have to do it to keep the family going. And uh, that's kind of how I'm. If I'm feeling bad about missing stuff, I'm like, I have to do this. It's important to the family that we make money. But I made a bad choice, and uh, we didn't make money. We lost money as a family. That's what I'll tell him when I get home. We got third. Um. So yeah, that I don't know why my head my head went to that stupid. You know, I didn't have to beat myself up to that level. It's just a fucking stupid contest. It matters so little. Everything matters so little. I'm going to be in Vegas in a couple days with my beautiful wife. Having a good time. You know what? I regret saying I'm going to have sex twice a day. That seems optimistic now that I had a chance to think about it. it's. I'm going to move that down to 1.5 times a day average, and we'll try to work with that. Um... This podcast sucks, and I'm sorry. Um, I got to get up in a couple hours after I phone deposit my $500 and uh, fly home for a minute and then fly to Vegas and continue being a professional comedian. And uh, I don't know, maybe that's, uh, I said there's no lessons, but... uh, Maybe the lesson is uh, you never stop being disappointed. <laughs> That's a terrible lesson. Um, but, you know, it's okay. to it, It's better to be disappointed in something that doesn't really matter that much. But um, it's fine. Didn't go well. Um, I just don't enjoy contests. No comedian enjoys contests. They're just it's brutal. Now, I'm talking to one of the judges afterwards and he was like, man, you had so much great relationship material. Like, not hacky at all. Really sharp, clever relationship material. And I'm like, well, why am I third then, dick? <laughs> and uh, that's not a healthy place for my brain to be in. Um... But, uh, you know, maybe I'll start driving Uber, you know, flexible schedule, get to meet new and exciting people. I actually did Uber a couple summers ago, not very much, but, uh, enough to know I didn't love it. I remember I, I took a – actually, the worst part about driving Uber, and I probably did like 20 trips total one summer, uh, they would ask, like, if this was my only job. And I'm like, no. And then, you know, I didn't want to lie. So I'm like, oh, I'm a comedian. Sometimes summer slow. Blah, blah. And then I'm like – it was kind of embarrassing to say you're a comedian and also be driving Uber because, well, well, how's it going? Obviously, it's going really well. I'm driving you and your drunk friends to the bar, so comedy's going great. Uh, the money wasn't great doing Uber. It was at least in Olympia, Washington. Maybe it's changed, but it wasn't. It wasn't enough. Uh, and I got too busy. I just, you know, which is a good problem to have. But I don't. Uh, 
just too busy to Uber. Um, and I also remember I was driving these guys downtown, and uh, there was a guy with drumsticks banging on a sign and on a wall. He's just with drumsticks banging on the sign in a wall. And I go, oh, I guess he's saving up for a bucket. Which I didn't particularly think was that funny of a comment to make, but they were like howling. Like, oh my God, that's so funny. And I just remember thinking, I I can't be an Uber driver. I have a superpower of humor. I'm going to take that superpower all the way to Lake Tahoe and get third place. That's what I said that day. And God damn it, I did it. Fairy tales can come true. It can happen to you. Third place. Uh, I'll be fine. You'll be fine. Everyone will be fine. None of this shit fucking matters. Unless you win. <laughs> if you win, it's justification for everything you've ever done. And if you lose, you're like, oh, it's contest suck. Because they do. I love you. I would like a podcast review that's positive. I know this wasn't a great one. Look, all right? The important thing is, every week, I'm putting something out. Is it good? I don't know. But I'm putting it out. You know? Um, thanks for listening. I'm sure I'll have more things to talk about next week in beautiful Las Vegas. Uh, but this is definitely a third place podcast and I apologize. Talk to you next week. over. We're done. Bye.